0: is a production of
1: DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you yeah! this, Cowboys? This, this, this is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. to the goal line. sacked by Lord. keeps it, and he bangs it into
0: the touchdown.
1: Here are
2: Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broadus, Rob Phillips, And Bill Jones. And welcome into Talking Cowboys inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio from the Star in Frisco. I am Rob Phillips. I'm joined, as always, by Mickey Spagnola. Brian Broadus across the table from me. Bill Jones will be back tomorrow to wrap up the week as the Cowboys finish up their prep for those Miami Dolphins Sunday noon kickoff at AT AT&T Stadium. How are you, gents? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. If you go back and listen to yesterday's show, there were some hints. There were some possibilities that uh, Taco Charlton would not be on this roster at 3 p.m. on Wednesday, and that turned out to be the case to get Robert Quinn on the roster, and that's that's the top storyline today. We can start there, but there's other things we need to get into with this roster right now, and maybe talk about some key matchups with the Dolphins as well over the next 45 minutes. We'll take your calls as well. 888-855-2297. Brian is monitoring uh, Periscope
3: sure as well. Thank you. Good morning. Yep. Yeah. So
2: news comes down. Taco's no longer on this roster. Anything else come up that you guys got on why, what the impact is for this team uh, for this week and beyond as well? Well, I think if you follow the
4: logic – that we were talking about yesterday, uh, the fact that he had a guaranteed base salary, uh, the fact that they had injuries on the defensive line and they needed all hands on deck, uh, and uh, the fact that he was a first-round draft choice, the logic said, well, they're going to keep him. But their level of dissatisfaction with him was so high that it wiped out all the logic we pointed out of why you should keep him, and I think that spoke volumes about how he did not fit on this team, did not fit in the locker room, and most of all, didn't fit in that defensive line meeting room uh, to the point where they were like, okay, we're washing our hands of this. It's, it's. We've talked about it long enough. We spent enough energy trying to figure it out, make it work. It was time to take out the eraser and move on.
3: Yeah, well said. I mean, that's exactly, you know, everything that you feel like would be logical, you know, the injury, the money situation, all that uh, just did not matter to them, you know, and I know there was a couple of days ago that I was like, ah, me, I move on, I move on, and then I'm like, no, wait a minute, I need to think about this the logical way that what Mickey was talking about, you know, and I even asked Jason Garrett about that in the walk off about the situation with Taco, the injury, and all that, and he says, no, these are conversations you have, but we felt like this was the best uh, thing for our organization moving forward. So, coaches, scouts. Uh, everybody on board for, uh, to move on and, and to eat you know, $4.5 million worth of money and then turn around and say, okay, he needs a fresh start, we need a fresh start, and we'll do with what we have. You know, Kerry Heider and, and, and Dorrance Armstrong and all those guys, that, you know, uh, Joe Jackson, you know, we're, we're, we feel good about them and we're just going to push forward. So uh, this says a lot about uh, their decision. It says a lot about what they thought about the player and I you know it for them to move on the way they have is it's a it's a it's a big move it's a bold move because there's a lot of things here that says you need to keep this guy to try and make it work and if you just look at the eye test you know there were things that were some some positivity you know when you watch some practices and when you watch the games but to them that really didn't matter. Maybe it mattered to us, but to them, that didn't matter. And they're the ones ultimately that have to play the games. They have to find a way to win these games in order to, to keep their positions and their jobs and stuff. So they're always going to do what they feel like is the best in their mind, not what Brian Broadus thinks, but what's the best in their, in their mind. And so uh, you know, I applaud them because I, I'm one of these guys that believes that if you don't evaluate your team correctly, you'll never be good. Your team will never be good if you if you misevaluate your team. Trust me, I've been on teams where we misevaluated our personnel and stuck with guys way too long. And it doesn't work. You get worse that way. And they felt like with Taco that they can move on and they would all be better for it. And again, that's on them. And you know, hey, their decisions have been pretty spot on about players. And it, you know, if you want to say they keep burning through first-round picks, that's not the case at all at this organization. That's
2: what made the move so surprising because of how well they have drafted for several years with Will McClay running that draft room. Of course, Stephen Jones and Jerry Jones involved in that as well. Mick, what was, I think you had it in your mix shots yesterday, the last time this happened before a, a first-round pick with this team has reached early. the end of his deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah this early.
4: At least not get into your fourth year, and not because of injury. You have to go back to Rod Hill in 1982. He was a first-round draft choice. He played two years for the Cowboys, and they moved on. You know, and I think this is one of those things where you've heard this before. You don't want to make two mistakes. The first mistake is, okay, I drafted this guy. The second mistake is I'm going to write it as far as I can write it. A lot right? of people
3: will do that. And a lot of organizations do they will won't do that. Cut, yeah. They won't
4: they won't admit the mistake, and then you make a second mistake. And and, and I think you know, some of this I, I I just think it had to do with you have a sulking player with a with it paired with a defensive coordinator, defensive line coach who's all about heart and effort. And, and Does tough, he love football? And toughness, being, Does, and toughness. being but, all in. Yeah. yeah, and and the last thing, and if he can't get through to a guy who's sulking, and you got this feeling he was sulking, and you know this wasn't a knee jerk reaction. Let let's remember the end of last year, he was inactive in four games right. in the second half right. of the season on a team that was playing well, so there had to be a reason for that too, uh, and it wasn't like they had all this depth at you know defensive end. Uh, So, again, um, this was a compilation of a lot of things going on, and they just decided, okay, time to move on. And as Jason said, you know, I don't hate him. Give him a chance to uh, go somewhere else, and maybe he can
3: jumpstart his career. Yeah, Will McClay will wear this one. You know, if you want to give Will McClay credit for what they've done and stuff like that, Will McClay will wear this one. You know, most really good personnel guys do. These are the ones that hurt, though. You know, when you felt like that, hey, we went through this process, we felt like we did the right thing. But now you go back and evaluate, okay, what were we thinking about this particular player? What did we see in this particular player? Did we feel like that we could make him tougher? Was he not tough when he came in? You know, all these things kind of now play in your mind not to let it happen again. But Will McClay will wear this one, and you know what? He won't. He he won't back down from it. And I I respect organizations that that will, that wear their mistakes. You, know, you just can't make a lot of them because again, you'll be doing something else for a living.
2: They did it with the wide receiver rotation midseason last year. Wasn't yes. we're not talking about draft picks, but just their personnel that they went with for half of last year. They decided, by committee was not good. They decided yeah. this ain't working. Yeah, and and they made a change. Um, Rod. Marinelli, it's always the first thing he always says. Do you love football when yeah. he's evaluating a player? I think Taco loves football. I do. I think he he took to social media in part because he he wanted out. He wanted to play somewhere. He's getting he's gonna get his opportunity. Brian mentioned four point five million dollars in dead money over the next two years. Mick mentioned, I think it's one point three eight million over two years in base salary that they've got. For, no,
4: it's one point three eight for this year. For this year, if, if somebody doesn't
2: claim it, claim, him. claim him. it's not right. claimed. Right?
3: Yes. And then yeah. four
4: hundred eighty thousand more next year. Right. Uh, is guaranteed, and then you know the the prorated signing bonus still counts. So yeah. you don't you don't get away from that
2: either. One more thing on Taco. Nick Eatman spoke to Stephen Jones yesterday about the move. He said, "Quote, sometimes the chemistry doesn't work with a player. With Rod, he has certain standards that he looks for in a player. I don't I just don't think they ever saw eye to eye in terms of what that standard should be." So that's in line with what you guys are saying. Uh and it, it, this does fall in line with, I think Brian, you hinted at it, for this week going forward and maybe, you know, yeah. for beyond this week, they've got some injuries on the defensive line and it's looking like uh, it's not looking great for week three for a couple of these guys as they get back to practice today. Yeah,
4: and one last thing on Taco. So it was kind of pointed out to me uh, that that pick came out of thin air. And so when I went back and looked at the draft order, and I was wondering, because they were in the market for a cornerback, mm-hmm. and the pick before them was Dave Trudev- Tr- how do I say it? Tredavious First, White. Tredavious White from yeah, LSU. Right. With the and, Buffalo. And, and I'm wondering that they have their heart set on that and then it was like, Okay, we gotta do a U turn here. Yeah. And sometimes when you get stuck on something that you think's coming and you don't get it, then it's like, Oh, what the hell do we
3: do? Same draft though, they got Cheeto and Lewis. Am I right about yeah, that? Yeah, but I'm
4: thinking if you would have
3: yeah, you wouldn't have taken Cheeto in the second if you took White in the first, right? Yeah, I think they were in a situation though too, Mickey, where they were looking at this and they thought that they could grab Cheeto and they could grab and get both. Get both. And they said they forced the issue on the defensive end. Right. If you remember Tack McKinley uh, went to Atlanta, a pick before them as well. And that was a guy that they brought in on a 30 visit and stuff like that. So they felt like, I believe if my history is correct, and I've played a couple of games without a helmet, so sometimes my memory goes, but uh, that was one of those deals where they felt like that they could stretch the corner draft but not stretch the defensive end draft. And you know, when they were picking, when they were picking, too, it likely was a second-round player on their board. I know he was drafted in the first round, but much like with Travis Frederick, he was a second-round player on their board. So, you know, there were players ahead of him, clearly. But they they they, they said, OK, it's going to come down to McKinley or Taco. And they lost the one guy. And they said, OK, let's go ahead and hit this defensive end here. And then we could, we could rally and get the corners uh, maybe later in the draft because we felt like the position stretched a little bit better. And mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, and I haven't been hit
4: in the head without a helmet, Yeah. Uh Randy Gregory is in no man's land at that time. Yes. Right? Yes. He missed the whole right. twenty seventeen season. Right. And then got reinstated at the last moment in twenty eighteen. So defensive end had become a priority. It, and the, unfortunately for him, they're drafting twenty eighth.
3: Yeah, Some of the biggest issues you have is when you try and force the issue and, and we've we had those Days happen in the early
4: Shantae, two. Th- Carver.
3: Yeah, we've had those days happen many a time in the early two thousands. I know working with the Dave Campo administration that we we tried to force players, and it and it's not necess- It's not the best way to go. It's you, you 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 trust your board. You evaluate your board. I'll always remember Kendrell Bell, who uh, we had a linebacker the first round on our board at, from Georgia. But, you know, we get in the second round, he's still on the board, but we take Quincy Carter. You know, that was one of those things where you had a first-round guy on your board, just go ahead and take him and find a way to kind of go get you a quarterback if you have to. But that's totally water under the bridge right now. Will McClay, uh, this group, you know, you have to have faith in them that they'll go back, they'll look at that, they'll evaluate what happened in that draft, and then will remind him and said, okay, we tried to do this before. Stephen Jones is excellent at doing this, is making everybody in that room accountable For the picks that are made. And so uh, he'll ask the right questions. Uh, Will McClay will have answers for him. And, you know, hopefully they won't have the situation with what happened with Taco and, and, and go down that road again. And they'll continue to draft well like they have.
2: All right, so what I was alluding to earlier is that yeah, we went around it. You're he, talking about injuries. He could have helped them, yeah. numbers wise, because of Crawford in yeah. this football game, sure. And Antoine Woods as well. What Mick? What's the status of some of these guys on defense? Yeah, I don't up? think
4: I don't think Crawford's playing. No, he's not. Uh, and just kind of testing the temperature of Antoine Woods. I don't think he's going to make it back in time either. Uh, so you're going to see Tristan Hill. Yep, Uh, we're going to find out what Christian Covington is. Uh, But the worst part with the Crawford thing is you're losing two spots. Right, you're losing your starting defensive end, and you're losing your defensive tackle who can slide inside on nickel situations. So you're going to need two guys to replace one. And, yeah. and that's never
3: good when you're down to 46 maybe guys three, active. Maybe three guys to replace one. Yeah. Just going back to he Crawford. Can do, he can do both yeah.
4: tackle positions.
3: I asked, uh, asked about Crawford, and, and I said, is this a setback of what he had, what they worked on all training camp? And the answer was no. It's a different issue. It's nothing but overuse of an issue with both his hips. He had it last year about mid-season. They're calling it bursitis, mm. is what they're calling it. So he's dealing with a little bit of that right now. So To Mickey's point, though, and Rob's point, yeah, you're talking about Tristan Hill playing the under tackle. That means maybe Malik Collins is going to have to kick over and play a little one, because if they rush the passer, they're not going to have Christian Covington in there all the time. He might get in there a little bit. So Quinn was taking the majority of the reps with the first team yesterday, talking to some folks. So uh, the, the fact that he had an off season, got some training camp in is a little bit different of a situation than what uh, what, Kyle, uh, what uh, Crawford and what Lawrence had. So, he's out there with the ones and they're going to have to find a way to rotate that right defensive end over there to give him the opportunity to not play the whole entire game. But they do have some players over like I say Armstrong, Hider, guys like that or but they're you, we're going to see Hider and 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 those guys get a lot of work inside as well as we uh, go through this game.
2: It did sound like uh, Robert Quinn had a good practice yesterday. And Brian alluded to the fact I, th- I think he was on the field for almost a couple weeks in camp yeah. before he did break the bone in his left we hand. We were
3: going to Hawaii, weren't we? were getting it was the week before we left for the Hawaii trip. It was about a week before, yeah, we got he broke his hand like on a Wednesday Thursday practice. Or bone in the hand, and then we were all kind of, and then all of a sudden it started. The suspension stuff started coming down, and all that. Yeah, so.
2: I don't think he played in the opener, though. I think he it was did before not. the no. opener. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's gone through all the off season. He said his hand feels all right. Yeah. Um. He did have a brace on it, I believe, in practice yesterday, and he's hoping to not play with it. But it sounds like he's in good shape and he's ready to go. He was training. I think nearby, off-site, obviously. Michael he Johnson can't, performance, yeah,
4: is whatever he can't, Good called, spot, he Olympian. And he, he can't had here. his helmet and, and show, But still. It's not the same. He nope. has not done anything in a month on a football field. And I'm told that they're going to kind of treat him the way they treated Lawrence yeah. uh, in that first game. And Lawrence, you, 32 snaps, I think you said yesterday. Yep. And so th- that's half the game. Yeah. So those other guys that, you know, Brian mentioned, which will take away from how much they can poss- maybe possibly spell Lawrence. Right. Because, you know, you don't want to go too many snaps with Lawrence off the field and, and and Quinn off the field, and you're out there. with And yeah. they did it in this last game, yeah. you know, Armstrong, one side, Kerry Heider, or yep. the other side. But I don't know how many snaps you want to do that. Yep.
3: All right, let's take our first. Oh, you got something else? No, I was just going to, if we could get back to it, this is going to be an interesting game we get into the matchups because of how many Dallas starters are not playing in this game. And I think that's a great equalizer if you're thinking about how the Dolphins are going to match up. Let's talk
2: about some of those matchups when we come back. And we've got two callers holding, so we'll get to both of those right out of the break next on Talking Cowboys.
1: Your new apartment's big. Such a great deal.
2: Uh it's okay. Just okay? What's not too above the subway
4: well I bet you don't even notice it
2: after the. that's my neighbor Angus
1: a deal that's just
3: okay is not okay Get a great deal with America's best network. Come into an AT&T store and learn how to buy one smartphone and get a second one on us. Based on GWS1 score September 2018. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broadus. You can trust the official official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys and with us you'll travel like a pro visit cowboystravel.com to book your travel package today
4: work the cowboys way and channel the winning business tradition of the Dallas Cowboys and the Jones family at formation This dynamic workspace provides an elevated work experience on the star's aspirational campus with exclusive membership options available to meet varying needs. Choose from open workspaces, dedicated desks, and private offices to leverage our home field advantage for your individual business success.
1: Limited memberships are available now, so apply today at formationatthestar.com. A man's Stetson doesn't just protect him from life's elements. It projects an unstoppable and legendary spirit just like the men wearing silver and navy on the field every Sunday. Since 1865, Stetson hats are American-made with pride right here in Texas. They are still the official crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find Stetson hats
3: in the Pro Shop or at Stetson.com today. Back to talking Cowboys. Don't miss your chance to see the
2: Cowboys live at AT AT&T Stadium on Sunday, September 22nd, as they take on those Miami Dolphins. Get your tickets now at dallascowboys.com. Welcome back to Talking Cowboys inside the SWBC Mortgage Studio. Talking a lot of taco. A lot of taco in the first segment. Yes, Soda, I can't eat tacos. You
3: can't? I can't eat tacos. I'm so proud of you. I miss tacos. You. Thank you. appreciate that. How much are you down since you started? 40 pounds. Look at that. Appreciate that, though. Yeah, but no, ta- no tacos. No tacos. I miss Mickey's pizza. That's right. Mickey keeps talking pizza and Italian beef sandwiches and stuff. And I the big start fat.
2: talking lasagna
3: and <laughs> pasta, too.
2: Some carbs. That's right. Anything uh, worth doing in life, you got to sacrifice a little. A little bit. Way little to go, Brian. Bit. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right. Do so you guys want to grab some phone calls? Absolutely. Let's start with Brian in Jacksonville. You're up first today on Talking Cowboys.
1: Hey, good morning, guys. Good morning. morning. Hey, uh, so it looks like we call a little bit of a break with some of these injuries popping up. The NFL gods have kind of smiled on us. We've got Miami on the schedule this week and a uh, Saints team that's going to play without Drew Brees uh, in the week after that. Of these injuries with with Antoine Woods and Xavier and Gallup and, and Crawford, it sounds like, from what I keep hearing in all the coverage, they're talking two, three, four weeks for all of them. Can you guys give me an idea? of Are, are you at all concerned that any of these are going to nag and stretch on beyond that? And, and are you concerned uh, about the, the Green Bay game with, with this sudden pile-on of injuries that we've had? And I'll hang up and listen. Thanks a lot. Thanks,
3: Brian. Um, Crawford. That's I'm, the one I'm concerned I'm,
4: about. I'm concerned about the
3: Dolphins game. Oh, I am too. But I'm concerned about Crawford. If, yes. if you ask about of all those, right. Mickey, if you follow Mickey on Twitter, which you should absolutely do, yeah, he told you, you know, uh, national reports were talking about four to six weeks for Woods being uh, Xavier Woods. He was out on the cords the other day, you know, and I and I reached out to somebody on the medical staff and said, well, I tell you what, that kid's moving around pretty good already. He says, "Yeah," he goes, "I don't know where to get this four to six stuff." Look,
2: we we saw him, Mickey and I, even yeah. the locker room yeah. coming, walking yeah. to lunch. He, he was looked, walking faster than us. He looked, he, just, he might he be walks, lining up better he, than I do. He, he
3: might be walking. He might be lining up next week against the Saints. Yeah. So he that, was walking better than Rob. Yeah. So you know, and you, you talk about you talk about uh, <laughs> inside joke. You talk about the uh, you know the wide receiver. Gallup, that's two to four. That's two to four. But I, I, hearing more on the two side than the four side. Yeah. On that, the one again, if you talk about something that could be just nagging is Crawford. Crawford, he's. He, we talked about the bursitis. It's in the hip. It's something he's probably going to have to play through. He's. He, they played through it last year, and then so I, I, that would be the one that to me. He's probably not going to practice on a weekly basis. They're going to have to figure out how to manage him and then get him to the game and then hope that some of these young guys, so hope that Hyder uh, or uh, Armstrong or these guys uh, show up, uh, Quinn, and show up and kind of hill get... Inside. Hill inside. Yeah, and yeah. give him a little break to where he doesn't have to play uh, 54 snaps or 50 snaps or 48 snaps. That's, that's your hope, right? That's the concern for me. Everybody else, I think, can be fine I worry about an injury like that just being long term for him. A and nagging you know what? type deal. And for Bursitis, it's not
4: like you can do a surgery. No. To solve that, it hurts. And, it hurts. And so yeah, um, yeah, that's something yeah. they're going to have to monitor. Yeah. I think he's a tough dude, though. Oh, man. he I is. Mean, he really. Will, he'll tough. try to. Yeah, he'll get it out. Yeah. And I and it. I I think from uh, the woods. Um, you know, I think Antoine might be a little worse than Xavier from what I've seen. Right. But but not as bad as you know, normally when you sprain your M C L it's two to four. I think he's on the shorter end of that. Uh, because he's moving well, they've given him the stem treatment and all that stuff, right. and uh, and he's kind of a tough guy too. Remember, yep, absolutely, he 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 tore his rotator cuff in that playoff game against the Rams in the first quarter, and he played through the game. So, uh, he but told yeah. he
2: told us yesterday he's feeling a little better. Yeah, but but he's getting you know a lot of treatment on it. We'll and, see what happens. And there.
4: Tavon, you just it's hard to just figure out him. I mean, it's like now he's still in concussion protocol, but it wasn't a concussion that showed up during the game or right after the game. You know, it was two days later he comes in and oh, I ain't feeling right. That one, that one's kind of concerning, only because you know, with with maybe Randall Cobb playing more snaps, even if they're not in three wide, uh, you know, the, he may not be returning punts. And now you got Cedric Wilson. That's like almost a starter.
2: Would would they need to make another roster move like they did last week? I don't think they can. Because you've got, without Tavon, if he doesn't play this week, and and Jason Garrett said he's improving. But But who are you going to bring up? Well, you have another receiver on the practice squad. I'm just asking if it's a possibility. I don't think you want to keep making moves and and having to
3: deplete your depth elsewhere. Right. But the the problem they're going to – guys, I personally feel like they're going to get in 12 personnel this game. If you go back and watch them, the the way that the Ravens – and the Patriots handled Miami; they had a hard time. The safeties had a hard time for the Dolphins covering tight ends. I think the I think the Ravens have got two really good tight ends, and you know, and of course the the New England doesn't have Gronkowski anymore, but they're capable the way they were throwing the ball, you know. But I could see them getting in more eleven personnel, or excuse me, uh, 12, twelve personnel, and then finding a way to use if they get in eleven, Devin Smith Cobb. And Cooper and but they could also use Pollard, they could use Ola Wally if they have to on some some stuff to get him as like a wing and H and let him be involved. But I, I would keep an eye on, on how much twelve personnel they play in this game. Uh, and try and take advantage of of the safety play for the Dolphins or the lack of the safety play. Now with no Mika Fitzpatrick in there as well, and you can throw the ball to Zeke a little bit more. Absolutely, they haven't really exposed that. Yep. Trying to cut down
4: on how many touches he has, but I'm sure he's full go now. Uh, so there's ways to work around it. But when you're when you're counting, you know the the starters that will miss this game. Yeah, uh, and if I count. Tavon is a punt
3: returner. It's like four and a half starters are out of this game. Not
2: hard to potentially these, figure out these inactives. This see,
3: week. this this is where Mickey makes a good point for me because I feel like that I just listed the guys that are backups playing this game: Devin Smith, Cedric Wilson, Kerry Hyder, Tristan Hill, Robert Quinn. I, I think that Darian Cro- Thompson. Yeah, exactly. Christian Covington, Darian Thompson, Dorrance Armstrong. That's a great equalizer, right? All those guys I named are going to have to play prominent roles in what you're doing in this football game. So to me, that's where this game, if you want to talk about an equalizer, are the Cowboys a better team than the Dolphins? Absolutely they are. But, but if you're, the, if you're the, the Cowboys, you need Smith, Wilson, Heider, Hill, Quinn, Covington, Thompson, and Armstrong to play really well in this game. You do. You need them to. You know. You need them to step up. You're going to need even. You know. We we talked about. Uh, you know the tight end plans that the backup tight ends. They're going to have to play well in this game uh, for the Cowboys to uh, to. I'm not saying and I'm not going to say have a chance because I think I'm, they they could beat the Dolphins. But I think this game with all the backups that are having to play might be a little bit closer than people think. Let's grab another phone call real quick
2: before we get to our second break. Nebby, our buddy in Silver Springs, Maryland. You're up next on Talking Cowboys.
0: Hi guys, um, uh, 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 who's gonna fill in for Xavier Woods while he's recovering from his high uh, ankle sprain? And I just want to say th- that we've got to put away the Miami Dolphins early uh, 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 because the longer that th- they hang around, the the, the more dangerous th- they. Are going to be. Uh, uh, take care. Thanks for being patient with me and have a great week.
2: Thanks, Neb. Well Thanks, said. Yeah. And I think you guys mentioned Darian Thompson. Darian and Thompson, and I think yeah. The, the thing they like the most about him, and Jason Garrett spoke to this a little bit this morning, is he's kind of the court. He can be the quarterback back there. He can get guys lined up. He knows. How to diagnose things as as the free safety?
3: They need him to make plays though too. Yeah, I mean Xavier Woods goes out there and makes plays, makes physical plays. So Thompson is going to play a lot of single high likely, and then you know, and you're going to get Jeff Heath down low, uh, trying to do some things uh, well there. You know, again, does does that mean that uh, Donovan Wilson, who is healthy, he got some reps with the twos yesterday. Uh, You know, does he get an opportunity uh, before say? Uh, you know, before uh, Kayvon Frazier. You know, I mean, that's uh, we saw a lot of good things from Donovan Wilson playing coverage and being around the football. But, you know, is this an opportunity for him to show the coaches, much like what Devin Smith did last week, showed the offensive coaches that he's a capable replacement, uh, you know, if he has to go in these games, which he will this week. Donovan Wilson will be a full-time special
4: teams player. No question. Because of Darian Thompson, who's your special teams player, has now got a – you know, play sixty snaps on on defense. Uh, he can't play all the special teams. Right. So uh, I would expect Wilson to be active and in in, in in taking part in all those special teams. You know, maybe he gets a snap or two, but you know you're always hesitant the first time you play a rookie to put him in such a prominent spot. You know and and, and I keep hearing this. You know, oh, well, you know, if somebody's eighty percent, maybe you don't play them. You save them for the Saints game. There's no saving in the NFL. No, you know, no. there's no saving. Preseason. This, this Dolphin team. Not regular season. This Dolphin team's going to be dangerous because number one, at where they started, they got nothing to lose. Yeah. Right. So they come in swashbuckling. If if I'm the head coach. It's it's a four down offense, right? Yeah. I, I,
3: I, why do I got a punt? This is this is uh, Mickey. I appreciate you saying this. This worries you, Brian, a this, little bit. This, this, no, no. This is I appreciate him saying this because if I'm the Miami Dolphin, that's exactly how I damn feel right now. And I'm and I'm
4: I'm slinging it downfield. Yeah. and Maybe
3: I get interference. At least challenge it for interference. You know? <laughs> and and,
4: and nebbie's right because yeah. the longer they hang in the game, and they yeah. were in the game the first half against the the Patriots, Patriots, they were right. Yeah. So the longer they hang in, they're sitting there going, okay, yeah, we can play, yeah. and that's the last thing you want. You want to take them out early and give them a pill to put their head on and be nice and comfortable. Nah. Make, make you always say it, the more you lose in the NFL, the closer you are to winning. And they're, you know, I mean, I,
3: I don't remember what the score was at halftime, but it was close. I, I, I appreciate him saying that because, to me, that, that I, I think this is really about, like I said, the great equalizer is a lot of backups are playing for your football team. Now, if the backups pass the test, the Cowboys win this football game. But the thing that worries me is Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he, and, and yep. you know they got Parker. He's a, he's it could be a vertical player. They'll fifty fifty ball him all day. But I always worry about because what's the one thing we haven't really seen consistently from this Cowboys defense that we kind of nitpick on a little bit? Pass, Pass rush. rush. Pass rush. <laughs> Look at you both say at the same time. They did a better job in the run game last. Yeah, week. exactly. Um, so if you yeah, but if you're Fitzpatrick more. and you're gonna and you make him feel somewhat comfortable throwing the football in this game. He could throw the ball fifty times, and he doesn't care. That I mean, he, he'll throw four interceptions. He doesn't care. That's just his attitude. That's the way he plays. That's that's the biggest danger. And the, and Brian Flores, the head coach, you know, what if he says, okay, yeah, we're going to go for it on all these fourth downs. Yeah, we're going to onside kick. Yeah, we're going to fake punt. Yeah, we're going to, you know, he's got to find ways to get his players back on board because obviously, with all the changes the front office is making, there is a lot of players in that locker room looking at each other going. Am I next? Yeah, am I, I next?
2: Robert Quinn was asked yesterday if he's contacted, had contact with any of his former teammates. He said, Well, a lot of them are gone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're not there anymore. Yeah. Uh, the, the, what, before we go to break, there are concerns, I think, obviously, with the injuries on defense. The thing that makes me feel good, though, is offensively. The Cowboys offensive line, been the rolling. offensive they line, though, up absolutely, front has absolutely. been so solid absolutely. that I think, especially at home, too, yeah. they should be able to control things the way they're playing. Yeah. And Travis Frederick back in there. We'll yeah. see how that goes. Yeah. Let's take our final break. When we come back, we got more phonage next on Talking Cowboys. It
4: can
1: be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com.
2: It's
3: time for tailgating with the OtterBox boys. The OtterBox that builds those crazy protective phone cases? Yup, and now they're changing the side dish game with the OtterBox Trooper Soft Cooler. Lightweight, mobile, and leak-proof, Trooper is perfect for blitzing a crowded parking lot with a Frito-Pie. When picking a tractor, it's why you should rely on more than just specs and features. You've got to take it out and put it to the test. The Cowboys did when they named John Deere their official tractor. Experience one for yourself.
1: Visit slash football. Dr. Pepper is the one you crave. But how do you explain that craving? Imagine a surging river of ice cool Dr. Pepper, roaring with carbonated mists of desire. You're
2: dangling above it, upside down, like a fishing lure in the wind. Twenty-three
0: flavors tickle your nose, but the river is too far away to taste. Dr. Pepper calls to you. You! You! Now that is a Dr. Pepper craving. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave.
4: Back
3: to Talkin' Cowboys.
4: But, no, you know, the other things you can get from Jack Black, if you get to get, go to getjackblack.com. Big things come in big packages. I told you yesterday about the limited qualities of the 33-ounce body lotion and beard lube. There you go. Yeah. Yes. Beard lube. Yeah. Yes. Well, guess what? They've also got some 33-ounce friends, the new Black Reserve cleanser for body and hair. Also, the Turbo Wash energizing cleanser for body and hair. And how about this? The favorite of everybody on this staff, the all over wash for face, hair, and body. <laughs> 33 ounces of these things. So go to getjackblack.com.
2: Brian's just, nodding in confirmation. He I, loves you
3: it. Know, you know what? I, I'm a little disappointed, Mickey. You do such a great job as a spokesman for them. Yet to see any product, though. You know, like, like Wingstop's the Wingstop's a sponsor, of Nate and Nims and, and Shannon Wings. I got wings I got a bunch of wings delivered so all right. hook us up when you, I'm gonna uh, hook you up yeah yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I just exactly. gotta
4: find time the, the, <laughs> you know what this might be the most hectic two and a half weeks to a start of the
2: season the, I've ever seen there's <laughs> no question it's been crazy don't forget don't forget Zeke two years ago yeah now, now that was but nuts. that was just that, one thing that yeah, no, that's a lot of stuff
3: but we went California to Hawaii <laughs> to here and all of a sudden it's just like yeah it's been a little crazy it's been
4: a lot the it's other day I remember I went home and I just said you know what I'm gonna. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I'm just gonna sit here. Yeah. Because it was like every time I'd go home, I'd finish my
2: work. <laughs> just grab lunch. He's by gonna myself. sit. <laughs> we do love it though. That's why and we love it here. By the way, I
4: looked it up. So New England didn't score their second touchdown until there was like two minutes left in the first half. Yeah. So they led thirteen to nothing at halftime because they missed the extra point. Right. Thirteen to nothing. It ended up, what, 49 to nothing or whatever yeah, was, the heck it was? Yeah, it was 43. Crazy. Yeah. 43? Okay, yeah. I made it worse than it was. Yeah. But at halftime, they were hanging in there. So, And the last thing
3: the Cowboys need to do is turn the ball over. Yeah. And that periscope fire up Periscope 2 team. Yeah, periscope hates our anal- our analysis on this game. Well, go way. ahead and bet the 21 <laughs> then. <laughs> no, and then I'm, talk to me on Monday. There you go, Mickey. I'm with okay, you. On that. I'm with
2: okay. you. Two quick phone calls before we get out of here. Corey. And Amarillo, you're up next on Talking Cowboys.
3: Amarillo by morning.
0: Corey. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, guys. How are y'all doing today? Good, good. What's up? Hey, do you guys think that possibly uh, Chris Richard's idea for his prototypical cornerback could be keeping Jordan Lewis playing behind Anthony Brown? Uh, I'm just thinking that because it seems like what you guys say, like the eye test. Jordan seems to show up and be there when he needs to be there and make those big plays. I'm thinking specifically like the Saints game and some other stuff. Sure. Uh, and, I mean, is his size keeping him back? Because it just – I'm not calling – I'm not dogging on Anthony Brown because I know how hard corner is. But yeah. I just see, it seems like Jordan just seems to play better.
3: Yeah. Uh, you know what, I was watching – you have another question or was that the only one you got? Is that uh, it? The
0: other, the other thing was is I, I just wanted to comment, like Nebby said, I, I think we got to put him away fast this week. There you go. The, how slow – Cowboys have been getting getting rolling right. just I think Mickey said a while ago you know we let these guys get ahead they're going to get some steam rolling and, and they're going to get positive and yeah. you know momentum in a game is a big deal.
3: Yep. Thank you man. All Appreciate right. you. Thanks Corey. You know I, I feel like you know I'm just such a huge fan of Jordan Lewis. Not that I'm a against Anthony Brown. And I thought, you know, watching that game with Nate in the studio last week, I'm like, man, Anthony Brown is not playing well. And then I watched the tape. It, you know, there was a couple plays that he was really bad on. But my perception of him just watching the game, and I know how you guys saw it live, was that, hi oh, he's missing tackles. He's not playing coverage well. But that, I was wrong about that. But I, I do think – I love how competitive Jordan Lewis is. I really do. I think he'll fight you every single breath he has – and I and I maybe that's why and I don't know if it's Chris Richard saying ah, I'm just going to go with this guy because he's prototypically better looking. I just think he really trusts Anthony Brown that much. I don't think he feels like Anthony Brown has let him down. And. Not that Jordan Lewis has let him down, but I, I just feel like that's probably why they're doing what they're doing. I don't think it has to do anything with his size. I just think the coach really, really trusts Anthony Brown, maybe a little bit more than Jordan Lewis. He played
2: well last year in that
4: role. And, yeah, and 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 it is trust. And and yeah. if you watch the entire game, there's sometimes Jordan Lewis gets lost out there. Yeah, and and so I think the way they look at it has nothing to do with his size. It has to do with. The, maybe the more snaps he gets, you start getting diminishing returns, and, and you got to be careful on that. It's it's like it's like that second baseman uh, that you know plays part time, and you you regulate his at bats, and he hits 280, and then all of a sudden you yeah. double his at bats, and now he's hitting 220. Right. So you got to be careful. He he shows up in spots, but there's other times
2: when he has to play more plays. I think he gets lost out there. All right, real quick, one more. Lance in Philly, you're up next on Talking Cowboys.
1: Howdy, fellas.
2: Howdy. Howdy. Thought Howdy. we are at the State um, Fair of Texas.
1: <laughs> uh, Brian, I just tweeted at you on Twitter. Appreciate um, that. Question. And um, I hate to take you in reverse. I tried to call earlier when you guys were talking about Taco, but the phone was busy. But uh, back to Taco real quick. I wanted to get you guys' opinion. I remember when we drafted Taco. That was the year that Randy Gregory was suspended, I believe. For yeah, the Mickey
3: year. was talking about that, yeah.
1: Yeah, oh, oh I, didn't, I didn't hear that. And yeah. so I'm wondering if that was a necessity pick, because we're all scratching our head with the Taco thing. We passed up sure. on T.J. Watt. Um, but a necessity pick, and we have all haven't been super thrilled with Taco through the last couple of years, and now we let him go. I'm just wondering if that's what it was. B, second question, um, I don't follow the Miami Dolphins that often. Um, how do you think we're going to be able to run against those guys? Is that like a scary opposition, the the, the front seven there? I know we're going to ex- try to expose the All safeties, right. but how are we going to be able to run against those guys? All right. Other than that, fantastic, guys. Talk to you.
2: Thanks, Lance. We kind of covered the first question
3: real quick, Brian.
2: How yeah. do you see that matchup?
3: Yeah, I mean I, I think the Cowboys can find a way. their, their front line, their the offensive line is clearly better than what the Dolphins have. The Dolphins play a three four front, so you know, you're gonna get uh, the opportunity uh to 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 gash them a little bit. Uh, Jerome Baker, the linebacker, number 55, I think is a really, is a good player. Uh, Roquan McMillan, uh, you know, is another guy. He kind of plays as their Sam linebacker. So it's it's big bodies up front. Not really, it's kind of like what playing the Giants when you used to, back in the day, they have those big bodies, their young bodies. Uh, Christian Wilkins is their, their first round pick from this year. So uh, we'll see how they hold up. I, I, teams had some success running the ball inside. There was a lot of movement that I saw in that Ravens game. And the Ravens are a power team with a good offensive line. So I have a feeling you'll see some downhill, downhill runs with Zeke. I think you'll get the Pollard out there on the edge a little bit in some space. And they'll have some success doing that. That'll be a nice way. They're going to need a little balance here uh, to kind of make things work.
2: All right, that's all the time we got, Mick. Look.
4: 81 runs against them. Yeah. But a lot of that has to do when you get in the fourth quarter you get in the fourth and you're fourth up quarter, you 30 up. points, right. you run the ball. Right. They've given up 391 yards, but here's the key thing. They've also giving up 4.8 a carry. That's it. Yeah. So there's a lot of carries because of what the score is, but they, they get also, wore down too. That yeah. that's 4.8 a carry. All
2: right, we'll see if Zeke eats. Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks for all the phone calls. We'll catch you Friday to wrap up the week on talking Cowboys. The break is next.